When it comes to having the right attorney in your corner, you want to have a proven winner on your side. And Russell Dutch Boyd of VegasCouncil.com knows how to win in Las Vegas. Boyd graduated at 18 years old from law school and is also a three-time World Series of Poker bracelet winner. And no matter what legal challenges you're facing, Boyd will help you through it all. As a litigation attorney, he covers multiple areas of law, including personal injury, business law and startup, cyber law and crypto clients, and whatever else you might need to navigate the legal waters of Las Vegas and beyond. Just visit VegasCouncil.com to set up your free initial consultation today. That's VegasCouncil.com and let Dutch Boyd help you win today. Once again, that's Russell Boyd at VegasCouncil.com. One oh one five FM, seven twenty AM, K Don, the talk of Las Vegas. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Las Vegas. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. One full hour of wrestling news, entertainment, and lots of Sin City surprises from inside the squared circle. Now, let's bring on the tag team of Andrew Fish Fame. Joe DeFalco, and your host, Mark Hoke. Hey, fishy baby, I want to know, will you be my co-host? Not if you're going to sing. Oh, no. Joe might do it. I won't sing to Joe, though. Oh, man. Welcome to the Mark Hoke Show, everybody. How we doing today? It's a Labor Day weekend, and I think all of us are laboring here. It really seems like it. <laughs> it's 8 a.m. on a Sunday. Hey, you know what? We do it every week here on the Mark Oak Show. You should be used to it by now. doesn't get it any easier. We've been, we've been doing this for a, over a year now, believe it or not. Oh, yeah, I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> what, does it feel like a century to you, that fish? Jeez. Something like that. Wow. I'm Mark Oak. Thanks for being with us here on the Mark Oak Show, the number one pro wrestling News and entertainment show in this Vegas bourbon. Well, you know what? The planet. Screw it. Let's just go for it. I'm Mark Hoke, Andrew Fishfane, otherwise known as Captain Grumpy, but he's wearing a great Orioles jersey today. That's me. Bonus points for you. And Joe DeFalco of Future Stars of Wrestling just sitting back on the phone, staying out of the fray. Probably a good decision, but he's got a busy day today, too. I We're, we're all a little tired. It's been a busy weekend. Joe, how are you? Good, but I couldn't even sleep. I was up, it was like 7.15, and I couldn't even fall back asleep. It's like, eesh. And it's like, usually I'll take a nap or something after the show, but it's like, I got to be at the school. We got an early 2 p.m. start time uh, to avoid any conflicts with everybody who uh, wants to see uh, AEW tonight. Yeah, it's going to be a... This has been a hell of a wrestling weekend, and it's not even close to being over. It's only just begun. Yeah, Joe, what do you have on the card tonight? Uh, Chris Bay returns. Oh, so, there we go. Uh, you know, we we have a lot of our uh, primetime players. You know, unfortunately, uh, or actually, fortunately, it was nice to see the main event yesterday featuring two actual FSW trainees in the main event. I was thinking about you when that happened, Joe, and that was that was pretty cool. So 
very proud of you. And of course, if you want to check out what's going on at future stars of wrestling here in Las Vegas, maybe you could be the next soul score or killer cross. Just go to fswvegas.com. Right. Yeah, you know, look at Killer Cross. Look who we ended up with. You know, thanks to me. Yeah, he got a yeah, he got a pr- very attractive wife too. Good for him. So it's, go visit fswvegas.com. You can train to be a wrestler. You they got a great card going on this afternoon to add to an amazing wrestling weekend. Which, fellas, I'll tell you what, a a pretty good card yesterday in Cardiff as WWE Clash at the Castle took place. And we've got AEW All Out coming up tonight. We've got NXT tonight. And, of course, coming up in a bonus second hour on our show, just for fun, as if all that isn't enough, Warlow is going to be on the show, the AEW TNT champ. Got a chance to talk to him earlier this week. We're going to hear from Wardlow. And Wardlow is dropping some uh, hints in this interview about maybe some things to come. So you might want to make sure you tune in for that. We'll have that in the second hour. And we're also going to be doing a little giveaway today, too. Our good friends, new friends over at Unique Eats here in Las Vegas. Great, great diner. Actually, just down the street from the station at 3100 South Durango, Suite 100. Man, fantastic healthy food from our friend Chef Dominic. And we're going to be giving away a $25 gift certificate sometime in this hour. So stick around for that. There you go. Yeah. See, it pays to listen to the show. Stick around today. Yeah. Joe, Joe, there's just too much going on. We need you. We absolutely need you. Before we get into what happened to Clash at the Castle, had to lead off with a guy in WWE who, shall we say, had a very interesting week. Just a little. And well, kind of, kind of rhymed it up. Matt, Matt Riddle. Riddle. Matt Riddle started off on Raw with a promo, where they did a promo with him and Seth Rollins. Where which, I believe it has to be Seth freaking Rollins now. I, I I try to avoid saying that word on the air because if, if a slip comes, but I believe you know, his name is Seth freaking Rollins. It, it could be, but they they cut a promo, and at the end of the promo, then they did a little thing at the end where they. Oh, are we away? You know, and then Seth Rollins insulted Riddle, saying that his wife and kids think he's a loser and ran away, and so on and so forth. And Riddle went crazy, started dropping a couple f bombs that got bleeped out, and everybody was talking about that. Cool promo, right, guys? Would you agree? Good promo, Fish. Yeah, it was solid. Joe, good promo. You're you're a coach. Good promo. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I get where they were going on that. They got to try to get that intensity up, and they did a good job. Yeah. Thank God that promo happened when it did. Whereas Seth Rollins might have had a little more extra material. And there's a reason that we're really mentioning this, because. He had an ex-girlfriend that went to Twitter who uh, is... She isn't a, just an ex-girlfriend. She's a, a an OnlyFans member. She's a... Per the article that I am looking at on ringsidenews.com, she is an OnlyFans star. Holy cow. Matt, the, the dude's had a little bit of a tough time with the ladies. And now uh, Daniela Petro... Decide, they, I guess they had a, like a little on and off relationship going. I was going to say, was she, wasn't she the one who accused them of uh, 
doing some dastardly deeds in the van. That I didn't know about. <laughs> that would be mild compared to what she's uh, not even <sighs> accusing what, what what she has on him, and we can't even repeat ninety percent of it. So well, there was a time it looked like he was going to be canceled because of what somebody had said. I, I thought it was this person, but I'm not sure. I think it was a different person because there was a there was uh, some allegations oh, of abuse one. or something like that. Yeah, Riddle gets around. <sighs> so so this patrol goes on Twitter. Tags WWE, Triple H, Stephanie McMahon, and Alexa Bliss and Dewdrop. Now, why those two got tagged, got no idea. That mis- that is still a mystery. But I cannot read this on the air. I cannot. It is that dirty and vulgar. It is bad. Send it to me. I'll read it. <laughs> yeah, and it does not make Riddle look good. Little discussions about some interesting sexual proclivities, shall we say? <laughs> Needless to say, the the to me the most important part of it is Riddle saying that he has uh, something in his back pocket in case he gets fired. Drug use and this line I can read because he was talking about wanting to do porn with her. The porn is an insurance policy. If WWE ever wants to fire me. I'll explain in person, but it makes sense. Plus, I've always wanted to do it. Holy cow. So Matt Riddle may be in a little bit of trouble in the office, but there was a reason that I needed to bring this up before we started talking about Clash in the Castle because Riddle wrestled Rollins at Clash in the Castle yesterday. Clash at the Castle. Or Clash at the Castle. Well, in, at, out, whatever. Great card. But very considering how large the event was, the card was actually pretty small. Yeah, they they kept it they kept it light. Not not a ton of matches. I mean, I think we got too many on all out. Maybe not, not enough. enough on Clash at the Castle. Not I think five Clash. matches yesterday. I think it was six because they had the Rey Mysterio. Oh, okay. So well, you know, it's kind of hard when you can't have the Usos flying anymore. So yeah, I, that that was an interesting little excuse to not have those boys there. They weren't medically cleared. They weren't medically cleared. Yes. So. Let's run down what happened at Clash of the Castle because it was, you know, I thought all the matches were pretty good. Even the kickoff match was a good match. Yeah, I mean, Madcast Moss doing a fallaway slam on Otis. <laughs> That's not easy. No. You know, I was just thinking about that today, too. Maybe Madcap Moss and Rick Boogs, your buddy, should make a tag team because they are powerful men. Yes, they are. To say the least. They could re- they could oh, reunite man. power and glory. Wow! It'd be, t- be tough to do a tag team when uh, Madcap Moss wouldn't be able to tag in Boogs. So, <laughs> Joe DeFalco always with a little nice twist on everything. So we we get into this card, and I thought they set up a lot of a lot of good things for the future. I thought the matches were overall pretty good. So let's just run down through. We'll skip the kickoff one. That was a you know, six-man match throwaway. Um, damage control. That was Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky uh, taking on Bianca Blair, Alexa Bliss, and Asuka. Crowd was hot for this. They were singing to Bailey, and Bailey could barely keep the smile off the face. That was the song I was doing because they always used to sing that Bailey song when she was the, the good girl. Now she's bad, bad Bailey, so you can't sing to Bailey anymore. But Bailey gets gets the fall on Bianca Belair. And I, and I thought all six of these women performed very well in this match, guys. I really did. Absolutely. And I, I think that the, the, the takeaway here is that WWE is showing that 
the, the teamwork is more important than having three individual stars because the other side of Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, and Oscar are three former champions who were kind of put together while the other three are actual team, and that's why the actual team won. That's a good point. Joe, what did you think? Well, you're saying they're a team. They've never actually wrestled as a team before until yesterday. But being that you put them together as a team, it would make no sense that you put a faction together and have them lose. And they did exactly what they needed to do. They brought Bailey back, and now they've positioned her. She's, you know, fresh. She's been injured, so now she comes back. And now it's the ready-made feud with the women's chat. And it, well, she and she had that feud with Bianca Belair, and it's funny they haven't referred back to that feud right before she got injured. That was going to be the setup for SummerSlam. It was supposed to be last year. It was supposed to be Bailey and Bianca Belair, but Bailey got hurt, and then Becky Lynch came in, and we all saw what happened. Yeah, this so this is going to be a lot of fun, and I you know it'll be it'll be interesting to see if Dakota Kai and Io Sky get some momentum back after losing that tag team championship match earlier in the week. Too. Which, yeah, which was kind of interesting. They had them lose that match. Yeah, I, I'm still not sure about that. I mean, I like Raquel Rodriguez. Aaliyah's okay, but you got to know something's up. And, you know, maybe there's you know a Sasha Naomi sighting coming soon. So we'll see how that goes. Gunther and Sheamus. I warned you guys that this was going to be a rather painful match. And, boy, was I right. And that was. You're, 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 you know, you're burying the lead, though. What's the lead? Imperium is well, back. I, I was getting to it. I was getting there, but I want to talk about the match first. Well, the match didn't happen first. Imperium came back first, okay. and then the match happened. So Imperium has been reunited, by the way. I don't know why they changed his name. Yeah, well, they had changed it. And, well, because Vince decided to throw it in. in but he could have come back as Fabian Eichner, couldn't he? He could have. But I guess they decided not to remark it again. So, But Imperium is back together. So the tag team, the, the stable is together. And, of course, the tag team is now back. So we'll be looking forward to seeing them hopefully tangling with the Usos at some point. But Gunther and Sheamus beat the living hell out of each other. They, they really absolutely did. did. And a, a good part of this match was the, the story they told that about how bad Sheamus was beat up early, and that came back to haunt him later when he tried the brogue kick, brogue kick and couldn't do it. Yeah. I I loved this match. I knew this was going to be physical, and I I hope we get to see this again. Joe, Joe what was your thoughts on this one? I thought it was fine. It was, you know, being hyped as this is going to be the best match on the show. And, you know, I, I thought it was fine. I didn't think it was anything extraordinary. It was just a hard-hitting match, and, and and the right guy, you know, won. It was just pretty amazing to me to see, like, not even just from yesterday, obviously. It's from where Sheamus is, you know, rumored to be from. But even on SmackDown, they were, they were so over that team as baby faces, which kind of surprised me. Yeah, yeah, they they are definitely getting over now, and yeah, this is this is going to be a good feud if they keep these six guys tangling the brawling brutes. And it, it's funny, it was a little awkward to me yesterday when I mean when I was watching SmackDown, and it was like you know Gunther and and Sheamus they're standing you know toe to toe not doing anything while the fighting is going around, but it was like one-on-twos. So it was just seemingly awkward that, you know, Ludwig had to go after both guys and one had to stand around and wait while the other guy was beating up the other guy. So now at least it evens it out to where they should have brought him back on SmackDown and it would have made it a little bit more, uh, you know, 
even been back and forth. It just seemed weird to me on SmackDown. I think I, like, I think had SmackDown not been pre-taped the week before, he probably yeah, would have been yeah, back. Probably, yeah, he probably didn't get the call from Triple H till Wednesday. <laughs> probably. <laughs> and and, and th- it, the match did make Gunther look that much stronger still, which is what they need because they're making that, that belt look that much more important. Yeah, this is the build. Right, and then Sheamus didn't need it. No. Yeah. And this is the build to getting the Intercontinental title back on the back on the right track. Absolutely. So, you know, great match there. And of course, we're on the Mark Hoke show here on KDWN 1015 FM, 720 AM, Best in Pro Wrestling News and Entertainment. I'm Mark Hoke, Andrew Fish, Fane, Joe DeFalco. Uh, Liv Morgan beats Shayna Baszler. I was a little disappointed. Yeah, that, that was the match that really was, it, that was the bathroom match. As it turned out, yeah. And the it, crowd was not in No, a championship match shouldn't be that match, but it was. Yeah. Yeah, Liv Morgan looked terrible to me. I thought it was, I, I thought it was just you know hard to suspend the belief of what she was doing uh, to Baszler. I, I, I kind of zoned out of that match uh, pretty quickly. I was a little shocked at an event this large that either Ronda Rousey or Charlotte Flair or both didn't return and, and interfere somehow in this match. Yeah, they just... Well, I guess they were saving uh, they were saving the mother load for the main event. Yeah, and there was there was a ton there, but Liv Morgan wins the match, and uh, Shayna Baszler will. I don't know what's going to happen to her after this, but Liv is gone. Her Liv continues as champ, and now, ladies and gentlemen, the sun is shining bright, the angels are singing. Do you know why, everybody? Because you should have listened to me. Nobody wasn't listening to you, but good lord, we've heard it for a, what a year, a year, almost a year, almost. It's over, Dominic, Dominic Guerrero. Oh, all we, oh yeah, Dominic, exactly, Dominic Guerrero. All, all we need now is Eva Marie to come back, and everything will be right with the world, right, Joe? Yeah, that absolutely. Uh, you know, they'll have the mixed tag uh, titles, and they'll run with that for a long time. What I don't understand is so. It wasn't until after Edge and Mysterio won for him to turn. Right. Know. So it, it made to, that made no sense. Him helping them and then turning. So so to yeah. to clarify what exactly we're talking about, Edge and Rey Mysterio took on the Judgment Day, Finn Balor and Damian Priest with Rhea Ripley there, and actually Dominic, a good match. Yeah, Dominic Mysterio, Rey's son, was the second for Edge and Rey, helped him out during the match, but at the end, as Fish has been begging for for a year now on this show. Dominic Mysterio finally turned on Dad. He low blowed Edge at the end of the match and then clobbered Ray. And Dominic Mysterio kicked Edge in the brood. Yes, he did. <laughs> and Dominic Mysterio has now turned on Poppy, and and is the new member of Judgment Day. Is that official, though? I, I believe that, we walked out by himself. Yeah, but I, I think that's the the story we're supposed they, to be getting is he's the new member of Judgment they Day. Were all, the, the funny part was, like, Finn and Damian and Rhea were just laughing at those guys as, as Dominic's walking out, ripped up the, Ray, the Mysterio what, uh, shirt. Uh, uh, what, what the hell was the point of leaving the shoes? He took his shoes off. That I didn't know. Well, it, it, the newest member of Judgment Day, well, then he did a horrible job because they lost. Yeah, I know. I agree. But what was after he turned? He took his shoes off. Does that have any symbolism or meaning? No idea. He should have ripped his father's mask off. Yeah, maybe that's a lucha libre thing. I don't know. Okay. Good, good research point, sir. Yeah, it, it was. It was weird and awkward, and it's like so. 
I looked at it as if he was going his own way. Yeah, I, you know, I, I would have did a six. I would have did a six-person tag with uh, Ripley in the match, and then have Dominic cost them the match. Like, yeah, that makes more uh, sense because he helped them win. Well, which I made think, no sense. I think what they did at the end there was Dominic helped them win the match, and at the end, it was they didn't really acknowledge him for what he did. They were. Edge and Ray who were celebrating together. I'm just, just saying. <laughs> they didn't really acknowledge what Dominic did to help them out, and Dominic was just kind of standing there while those two were hugging and celebrating, and he got all ticked off and kablooey. So that was the last straw. I, I, I think the problem is Dominic just isn't very good. <laughs> he's getting there. You know, but yeah, he needs, he's not he needs selling well enough. Yeah, he, he didn't sell the turn. Well, you know, yeah. after his actions, I am banning him from entering the FSW training facility. Wow. <laughs> Going out on a limb on that one. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, Dominic. Bad news for yeah. you at, at, at Future and, and Stars can, of Wrestling. And he can use the training facility, by the way. So Okay. That's good. Meaning he can really use it to get better. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Kind of slipped through. Seth Rollins. Takes on Seth Matt freaking Riddle. Rollins. Thank you. Thank you, Fish. Great. I, I thought really good match. Absolutely. Kind of thought Riddle would be going over in this until. Ring psychology was great this match. Yeah, it was, un, you know, I thought very well done. Good 17-minute match on there. But I Told you why he couldn't go over. Because <laughs> he went under. <laughs> wow. But Seth Rollins wins the match. By the way. I got to say, the crowd was just live and hot for Rollins. They were singing his song the whole match. I mean, you I've, know, the, the crowd was hot for everything. That's what happens when you only wrestle in a place once every 30 years. If they could just do that all the time, they would have great crowds. Yeah, that was something I was going to bring up afterwards. They need to. Come over to Europe a little listen, bit more. Yeah, but. you listen to SmackDown. It was like Cross comes out, and, and you could just hear all the canned noise that just makes it terrible. And it was like, man, no need on this show. It was like they were so excited to finally have you know a major wrestling show back there. Sin- and since know, they were there, it makes no sense that they didn't just go over to, to England and London and Man- or Manchester or Birmingham and do a Raw on Monday night there if from from the UK. I was surprised. Yeah, they. I, I would have thought they'd do a Raw show there too. I mean, that's you know, you have that Raw after WrestleMania. It's always crazy, and a lot of it is because of the foreign fans that are there that just. Up and why up not zenies. even film SmackDown Live Friday night there? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it should have been the whole weekend. It's like everybody was probably there by Thursday or Friday anyway. So it was like, you know, you already got the camera crews. It isn't like, oh my man, it's going to be so much money, and they got billions. So who cares? It's like you would have thought the atmosphere would have been rocking from you know Friday into Saturday and NXT and then Raw. I, I don't know. Triple yeah. H, you don't know what he's doing. <laughs> wow. But, you know, AEW does a whole weekend with all their shows when they do a pay-per-view, so maybe they should take a lesson from that. But, by the way, guys, if you need another lesson about how to make money, here's you got to head on over to Trading Made Easy, get into that automated uh, day trading my good buddy James Attaglia running the show over there. 
If you need to pick up some extra cash, head on over to Trading Made Easy. You can sign up for a free live trading session. If you're tired of that 9-to-5 job and you want to pick up some extra bucks, just go to TradingMadeEasy.com and you can sign up there or give them a call at 800-971-4160. That's 800-971-4160. And learn about automated day trading software. Go to a free live trading session. Check it out. See if it's for you. And if it is, hey, good luck. Pick up some extra coin doing some automated day trading. So head on over there to Trading May. And, of course, the website, by the way, is TradingMadEasy.com because it's that easy. You only need one e, TradingMadEasy.com. And we also have to announce in just a little bit, once we hit the commercial break, we're going to be giving away a $25 gift certificate to Unique Eats. So we're going to block those phone lines up. Angelo's going to take caller number five, and you can win a gift certificate yeah, gift certificate from Unique Eats. Great food over there, just down the street from us. So you check give the phone number if they're going to have to call. Yeah, if yeah. you want to, yeah, if we could do that. 702-257-5396. Number to call is 702-257-5396. Angelo's standing by. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the main event at Clash at the Castle here on the Mark Oak Show. Everybody and their grandmother showed up in this one. It was a wild one. Stick around, everybody. We will be right back here on the Mark Oak Show. Hi, this is Mark Hope. Has out-of-control inflation, gas prices, and grocery costs wrecked your wallet? Then check into automated day trading with Trading Made Easy. Trading Made Easy has spent five years helping people put cash in their pockets with their simple-to-use day trading software. So if you're ready to leave that 9-to-5 job behind, visit TradingMadEasy.com or call 800-971-4160 to sign up for a free live training seminar right now. That's TradingMadEasy.com. I'm Mark Hoke, and I've got to tell you about the incredible Family Soul Restaurant. They're the only soul food restaurant in Northwest Las Vegas, and simply put, they're the best in the city. Dan and his family have always treated me like I was a part of theirs every time we come in, and we never leave hungry. Start off with the amazing appetizers like their mac and cheese crab balls, crispy wings, and Dan's soul rolls. Then dive into Family Soul's dinners with homemade catfish, hot links, and fried chicken with all the amazing sides you could ever want and finish it off with homemade peach cobbler and banana pudding. Plus, they're now open for breakfast Friday through Sunday, too. So head on over to Family Soul Restaurant right now at 2300 North Rainbow Boulevard, Suite 108, just off the Lake Mead and Cheyenne exits of I-95. Check them out at FamilySoulRestaurant.com or call 725-205-5085 for hours in their menu. Mention KDWN and get the People's Choice Special of Catfish, Yams, and Greens for just $15.99. It's food for the soul and the family, Family Soul Restaurant. 1015 FM, 720 AM, KDON, the talk of Las Vegas. Now, let's return to the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Here again, your host, Mark Hoke. All right, and welcome back to the Mark Hoke Show here on KDWN, 101.5 FM, 720 AM, the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. And by the way, we still have, we're one caller short, I believe, or somewhere in there, of giving away that gift certificate. So you can still win it from Unique Eats. Call us at 
256-257-5396. Call back if you've already called. Yeah, just keep calling, man. Maybe number five. Yeah, give it a shot. So we'd love to have you win. Speaking of winning, by the way, you guys think The Rock's going to win the Royal Rumble? Fish, you think The Rock's got a good no. shot to Royal Rumble? No. Would you bet on him? No. Would you bet on Cody Rhodes? More than more than The Rock, because The Rock doesn't need to win it to, to have a fight with Roman Reigns, and Roman Reigns doesn't have to be the title holder. Joe, would you bet on Drew McIntyre or Riddle to win the Royal Rumble? Uh, I bet $2.51 on carrying Cross at 20 to 1. There you go. Well, you know what? You can If you want to bet on that right now, we are now have a little affiliate relationship with betonline.ag. So all you got to do, go to markhokeshow.com. You can bet on all your favorite pay-per-views, wrestling, plus, of course, they've got a full sports book that you can bet, uh, casino. You can even bet on eSports over there. It's crazy. So all you betting addicts, just head on over to markhokeshow.com. And just click, in time for football season. Yeah, click on the links. And, guys, you can, believe it or not, I mean, this is a huge bonus. Huge. Are you are you ready for this? Are you ready? Fish, are you ready? Fifty percent off or fifty percent up to ten or one thousand dollars sign up bonus. So just go on our website, markhokeshow.com, click on one of the links on either our sponsor page or the main page and put in the promo code B O L one thousand and you can get fifty percent up to one thousand dollars sign up bonus at betonline.ag. So that basically means if you deposit a hundred, they'll give you a hundred and fifty. It's pretty good. So get on over there right now. Main event, guys, of the Clash at the Castle. And well, but we didn't we you know, we didn't say what happened at the end of the Riddle Rollins match. We just said it was an amazing match. Oh, what happened to, well tell everybody what happened at the end of the Riddle Rollins match. Because of Matt Riddle's uh proclivities, he was uh, forced to lose. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so Riddle loses the match and yeah, and so I guess yeah, we should follow up on that real quick. Guys, does is Riddle getting penalized at this point for what's happened here? Do you think he's in trouble? I don't think he lost because of it. I thought that he lost because they wanted Seth Rollins to actually get a win, and they the heel wins, and he keeps the feud going. I think that's more than likely right because I don't think that the the, the texts and, and messages came out in time necessarily for them to write it that way. But I would it would not surprise me to see Riddle in some form of trouble for what has happened. It, there's got to be some repercussions on this. This is well, not. He had, the, he had that same issue, like I said, with with somebody else, and it kind of got brushed under the uh, the rug. He admitted to, uh, I guess, cheating on his wife, and it was weird that they just went about where he didn't get penalized for it. So I don't know. Well, I guess we're going to find out if uh, Riddle stays in the I, game. I here. guess when your boss is paying millions upon millions of dollars of hush money, it's hard, of, kind of hard to get you in trouble. <laughs> Good point. Right? They probably joked about it. Yeah, that's a possibility. All right. So on to the main event. Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre. Of course, Drew is from the area over there in Cardiff and a raucous crowd. They were going absolutely crazy for, I don't know if you call him the hometown boy, but the, the home island boy, I suppose, as Roman Reigns had to invade that island of relevance with Drew McIntyre. And this one got insane. It was an amazing end. match. Terrific match. I, you know, I mean, you got two of the best performers in the world. No question about it. Reigns comes out by himself here because apparently everybody had 
injury traveling issues. Stuck at the border. Yeah, stuck at the <laughs> stuck at the border. Uh, as this match went on, we had Austin Theory try to cash in his case, and Tyson Fury knocks him out. Now, did was, we know Tyson Fury was in the crowd prior to that happening? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was there. It was well, it was well done. I, I I was watching it, and I'm like, why is Theory going by the guardrail to cash in the case? And then, oh, okay. But yeah. it, but it came off really good. It looked like he pummeled him with the shot, so yeah. that worked out well. Yeah, well, pri- and prior prior to that, Karrion Cross got involved. Yeah, Karrion Cross was in there. And threw a water bottle at uh, Drew early in the match. Drew McIntyre you know, was beating Roman Reigns up pretty badly, and Cross throws a water bottle and distracts him, and Reigns ends up changing the moment of the match. Right the match. Um, we also had. Just oh my god! It was just so many things going on in this match. At the end, it was nuts. But then Solo Sokoa shows up, pulls the referee out after it looked like Drew McIntyre had this thing. He he did have this thing one one two, and he grabs the referee, shows himself. So another member of the bloodline, member of bloodline is is now involved. What's going to happen with Sami Zayn and uh, Solo Sokoa? Is there going to be some? Some turmoil there, but I, I'll be honest with you. When I book the wrestling matches and stuff, a lot of times people present that idea, and I just hate the idea of yanking the guy out doesn't lead to a DQ. It's like, well, nobody yanked out somebody for Drew McIntyre at that point. Obviously, it was to screw Roman Reigns, well, to screw Drew McIntyre over, and it's like I've never understood why that move isn't a DQ, but and and the DQ would re- end would end the result the same way with Roman still being the the the, the unified champion. It would just give a win to. No, to, I know. I, I no. Uh, so know I, know I'm agree- I'm agreeing with you. I'm just saying that there's no reason they shouldn't have done that because that way Cardiff would have been happy because Drew gets the win, and Roman Reigns has to keep his titles. Right. And, and again, I know they weren't going to do a DQ finish and and all that. It, it just to me that's the that's a cheap way. To get to that spot, that there should be a better way to do it, and yeah. but they continue to go to that, you know, like the same thing. Like I have a manager, my manager pulls him out, but I never got disqualified for my manager, co- you know, costing the match like that. Yeah, it was the ultimate schmoz. Yeah, it was schmozzy, no <laughs> doubt about fan. it. Just not a fan. So at the, of course, then Roman Reigns does get the victory in this match, and. As a massive spear. Yeah, huge. As he is celebrating, then Tyson Fury gets in the ring, shakes Roman Reigns' hand. Which made no sense to me either. It's like, okay, you know, champ meets champ. All right, I, okay, I kind of got that a little bit. And then Drew McIntyre recovers from his beating, and... They sing American they, Pie. They, Tyson Fury starts singing American Pie, and he's not a bad to, singer, actually. No, he did all right. The, the, he was he was hitting notes, but it was very odd that they decided to sing at the end. And I guess maybe they were trying, trying to make to, the fans go, go yeah, home happy. Yeah, make a feel good moment at the end because considering you had sixty thousand people there that right. just watched they, their they hero lose, they do that on Raw and they go off the air and then they do it. So it just made it seem like the biggest match in Drew McIntyre's career that he just lost, and now he's having fun singing pub songs. I don't know. It was odd. 
I don't know. I I mean, the one thing I did like about it was Tyson Fury saying, you know, don't hang your head. You, you it was a hell of a match. You gave it everything you got, sort of thing. So it may, it didn't make it feel like that. There's no hope for Drew McIntyre. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Drew is totally hurt by the loss. You know, it's just it's just another guy that Roman Reigns adds to the list of people he beat. But it, but it was kind of an interesting ending to that. I, I like so I said, my I, question. Yeah, go ahead. My question is. You know, it seemed like the whole setup was Cross versus Drew. So now is uh, that where Solo Sokoa goes after Drew, and 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 now Cross gets fast tracked to Roman Reigns. I, it is an interesting. It interesting. It opens up some interesting possibilities. Yeah, I I will say that. I I don't know. I'm I honestly I'm still trying to figure out how they're going to. You know, they've been working Cross into this whole thing, but. And he's beaten up Drew McIntyre, but the he goal has, is to win the championship. Yeah, and he hasn't laid a hand on Reigns at all. I mean, the only thing he did was that they put the hourglass in the ring and went tick-tock. Right. So, or is on Sun on Friday. Yeah. So how this all turns out, I don't know. But but overall, I, I think this was a pretty good card. I was still disappointed by I think Drew. they should have had Drew win that match. And they at the end of the match, they should have had Paul Heyman come out and say, yeah, he won, but he did not win both titles. I put it in for I put it in the contract for Roman Reigns that only one of the titles was up for grabs. That's that. And yeah, that, why was Heyman not there either? Well, he's they're selling his recovery of the F5 on the uh, announce table from SummerSlam. Oh, okay. Yeah. Everybody's too beat up to hop on a plane. A private plane. And, well, Paul when, Heyman when was actually there. He, Paul Heyman was backstage. Yeah, so I don't know. But, it, but like I said, overall, though, I think that they, they did a nice job. Gunther set up well. I, I think you've got Bailey and um, Bianca Belair set up well. Rollins Theory and Riddle. Name back. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Austin's back. Yeah, Austin, Austin and Matt are back. <laughs> yeah, we, we've got, we finally got the Mysterios that'll be facing off with each other. So I think overall you've set the table. And ironically, after all that, the the biggest thing they're pushing right now on Monday Night Raw is the is the U.S. title match between The Miz and Bobby Lashley in a steel cage. I thought it was Braun Strowman coming back. We're, and we were going to mention that in just a second here on the Mark Oak Show on KDWN 101.5 FM, 720 AM, best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. And by the way, don't forget Wardlow. On the show coming up here in just a little bit in our bonus second hour. So make sure you stick around to hear from the AEW TNT champion. And by the way, also I want to congratulate congratulate Luther Golding. So he's got a $25 gift certificate from Unique, Unique Eats coming. Good food. So, too. yeah. So thank you, Luther. Congratulations to you. And thank you to Dominic at Unique Eats. And once again, they're over at 3100 South Durango Suite 100 here in Las Vegas. So go check them out. And thanks for listening, Luther. Yeah, thank you. So now coming up on Monday Night Raw, as you guys mentioned, apparently Mr. Strowman is back. They, it, this is all over the dirt sheets that Braun Strowman, I guess the control your narrative wasn't paying the bills. <laughs> apparently EC3 is going to be controlling his own narrative now. Yeah, with Braun Strowman. Oh, that's what Riddle got in trouble for is controlling his own narrative. Wow. You just come up with every little thing yes. that you can to. Absolutely. I, I've set you up for an entire hour. I can say it all on the air because none of it's uh, banned by the FCC. There you go. But Braun Strowman is apparently coming back, the former Universal Champion, and the uh, lackey to Bray Wyatt. I was going to say, surprised that he's back before Bray. 
I, I was a little shocked too, but Strowman apparently is going to be making well, his return. Guys, your thoughts? Has a lot more options than Strowman, it seems like. So, yeah, uh, I, I think it's a good move because I, I don't, I didn't think they should have gotten rid of the guy who was just in the world title picture right before he got fired anyway. But as long as they don't have a, a world title on Raw, there's no point in putting him on Raw. That's. See that that yeah, situation's got to be resolved. That heavyweight division now. You, you know, you got Drew right there. Now you got Cross. Now you got Strowman. You know, rumors are Bray Wyatt. You know, unless he, you know, takes the offer from Freddie Prince Jr., whose company <laughs> might start in the next two years. But that's why you need the two belts, because then you can split up, and all of a sudden you have enough guys on either side to fight for either belt. Yeah, and and that or whole you just have one big belt, and everybody fights for that. Who wants to see two boxing heavyweight champions? You want to see one heavyweight champion? You you have that, but the problem is USA wants a champion on Raw. That's that's where the main issue is coming in right now is that USA is not, the USA Network who Monday Night Raw airs on, is not happy that they don't have their own champion on the show because when the belts were unified at WrestleMania, and well, they're not unified, they're both being carried by the same person. So we have one champion with two titles. Reigns was the universal champion, which was the belt on SmackDown. The WWE World Heavyweight Championship was on Raw. Was on Raw. So you don't really have an individual champion for USA Network. They're ticked. Fox is loving it. They're fine. Well, they're not either because Reigns is still not on the show that often. They're both both of them don't want a part-time champion, and I don't blame them. That was that was the argument with Brock Lesnar for all those years, is he would show up once every five or six weeks, and it's ridiculous. Well, how happy would USA Network be if they say, okay, we're going to have one champion for you? It's Austin Theory. <laughs> I think they, But Good I point. think they'd be happier than having no champion at all. Well, that, that's on WWE for just not having Reigns show up on Raw enough, you know? Well, it's that's like on that, Vince that's McMahon for the fit. contract that he signed Reigns too. Yeah, I agree. You know, I, I heard one of the most ridiculous stats that I've ever heard when Michael Cole talked about Roman Reigns' two-year reign, and this was only his twenty-third title defense in two years. That's no, yeah. Hulk Hogan probably had a hundred and ninety. Let's see, all joking aside, you'd have 104, there are 104 weeks in two years. You should have at least 60 title defenses. Yeah. You it, know, what about house shows? It's like, what about Raws? What, you know, that's like if there's 24 pay-per-views in two years, you don't even defend the title on every pay-per-view, let alone the few times he did, you know, defended it against Riddle, and he's had title defenses. It's like... I was shocked by that number. Oh, it's it's completely ridiculous and unacceptable. And, of course, in the older days of wrestling, especially in territories, the NWA and, and, and WWF as well, you know, the champion was out there wrestling five, six days a week defending the championship. And that's why you twice can't... Twice on Sunday. Yeah, a lot I, of times. Yeah, Flair would defend twice on Sunday and, a lot. And, and that's why you can't say... That the Reigns era is comparable to to Bruno San Martino or Hulk Hogan because it's not even close. Because we're right, Reigns in two years hasn't defended it as much as Hulk Hogan did in six months. In a month, a month. Uh, and Bruno, forget it. He defended it every day. Like Hogan was never on TV unless it was to promote an angle at a house show. But 
Bruno San Martino was every day until he got his neck broken. Who do you guys think is going to be the one to knock Reigns off? I mean, I mean, I I would lean I think towards it's Cody, Ro- I think Cody, Cody Rhodes. Rhodes is going to be the guy, but Cody's still going to be out for another five or six I months. I think if Cody Rhodes hadn't gotten hurt, he would have already knocked him off. Maybe. I th- I think Cody would have won money in the bank. Well, for sure. now we have, you know, as we've seen with Triple H in charge and hit Rose back and they squashed the, the models and Cross is back and Loomis is back. Well, how do we know there's not animosity with Triple H toward Cody Rhodes? You know, the throne and all this stuff. Cody Rhodes took a lot of shots specifically at Triple H. That's that's you an excellent know? point. And he, Rhodes was signed when Vince McMahon was still the guy in charge. Right. So is there a possibility that, you know, Rhodes doesn't get what Rhodes was expecting because Triple H's guy is, is carrying cross, not Cody Rhodes. It is, it is a very fascinating dynamic with the, that change. Yeah, I, I would agree with the, that. The other name that I think Strowman, the other you know, Strowman, the other name that I think that could very easily knock off Roman Reigns is Seth freaking Rollins. That would be good too, but of course, you know, you still got the Rock in your back pocket too. But they don't need they don't need Reigns they, to have the title for the Rock to face him. They yeah, don't. No, no, they no, don't. I, but I, I think if Roman Reigns is the champion, it, it's a slam dunk that Reigns beats the Rock. But if it's not for the title, there's a good chance that at least it makes it. I still think Reigns is going to go over, and I think that's the Rock's job. And, you know, I was arguing with my kid about it yesterday. It's like, yeah, but if Rock wins, then they could do it the year after at WrestleMania. It's like, he could be running for president by then. It's like, you know, to say two years down the road, Reigns is going to get his victory. I'm pretty sure that the idea is for Reigns to win against the Rock. There was a tri- there was an interview with Triple H, and he was talking about he was doing some show like the Emmys or something, and there was a picture of The Rock standing, getting ready to do the People's Elbow. And he took a picture of the of the cardboard cutout of The Rock and sent it to The Rock, saying, "This is the, the, the this is what you miss doing movies and, and and TV because you'll never because apparently he had goosebumps all over his leg or whatever The Rock did. He goes, you'll never get that doing movies and TV. You only get that in the live event. So they're they're definitely working The Rock to be back for WrestleMania. Well, did you see at the match when Roman Reigns hit it and they called it the Rock Bottom? Yes, they did. I was just going to say that 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 happened during that match too. That the Rock nah, the Reigns did the Rock's finishing it that move. before. No, and actually, it was funny. They uh, didn't one of them change it, say a different name for the move. Then after that, I think they did. That I'm not sure if, of. if I remember right, but yeah, that was that was interesting. That this is this is a fascinating time in WWE because. You know, with Vince leaving, Triple H is bringing all these people back, and there's definitely a new philosophy going on there. But at the same time, when it comes down to it, what's best for business? Yeah, I mean, I I was surprised that AJ Styles, for instance, wasn't on the card anywhere in Cardiff. Yeah, I don't know. I... I, I mean, he I had was satisfied with almost, so he couldn't make. It. Yeah, <laughs> I knew busy. that was coming. <laughs> I mean, I was pretty satisfied with this. Card. I was too, but I, but AJ Styles to me is is the one guy they're leaving out, and I I don't, I, I don't like the way that he is being used in WWE right now. Yeah, well, I think Lashley wasn't even on the show, right? Nope. No, like I said, and he's defending Monday, and it's in a steel cage to stop Dexter Loomis from getting in, apparently. <laughs> So that's why it's the Miz and Lashley for the universe for the for United States Championship in a steel cage. Uh, who wants you know again the way he's booked? Who who in their right mind thinks that the Miz has any shot in the world? 
maybe the Dex- Miz does. <laughs> maybe Dexter Loomis helps the Miz out and gives Miz the title. That would be kind of well, freaky. That would, that would be a horrendous reign for Lashley if that's how it went down. Yeah, but you can't lose to the Miz. I, I understand that. I'm just throwing something fun out there. But, yeah, this is going to be – we've got Extreme Rules coming up from Philadelphia in – uh, about a month. Yeah, and then a month after that yeah. is Survivor Series. They, they, they're running the same day as me, these guys. It's like, Jesus. <laughs> is it on a Saturday again then, or is it a Sunday? Yeah, Saturday, October 8th. We try to do anything but the big shows. You know, we've just announced we're doing the Mecca on the 23rd, which is a Sunday. But it's like, usually our Saturdays are free. It's like the only time at WWE runs Saturdays when I want to run a show. <laughs> I, I really quickly because I know we're going to go to break shortly. And I, so, we, what do you guys think of in, in tonight's NXT event, Ricochet fighting for the North American title? I think that was completely unnecessary. I that that but smells it'll be like a fun match and yeah. it's a good match for Carmelo Hayes to get. And you know, bottom line is Ricochet's probably not going to win. But hey, look what they've done. They they brought in Dolph Ziggler and he won a big match. And he and he won the title for a little while, and they, you know they try to bring in you know the Apollo Cruz is pretty much down there full time, and especially with Triple H, you know I saw an interview being done with somebody, and they were talking about uh, oh Wade Barrett, and it was about how it's it, it's totally got changed, you know to the new. NXT. Well, I'm pretty sure Triple H is probably going to bring back some of those familiar faces, maybe a Bobby Fish or whatever, to try to have a happy medium between the old NXT and the new NXT. And I think this is really being done to boost Carmelo Hayes up, too. That that call-up's got to be coming any minute. So I, I, I One think would think. Is- I would think this is probably but I more thought that, to help Hayes. Are they bringing up Braun Breaker, so is he losing to Tyler Bright? I don't know if he's ready yet. I, I well, think they he's gonna... said they were bringing up Braun Breaker six months ago, and then they didn't, so... I don't think there's any need to bring him up yet. Let him let him get his time down there. You know, let him get his time. I'm I'm good with that. But I am too. I, I don't think he's ready. Yeah. Of course, this is the Mark Hoke Show on KDWN 101.5 FM 720 AM. And coming up next hour, we're going to shift our focus a little bit to AEW because all outs tonight. And we're going to hear from the TNT champ himself, Wardlow on the show, the big man. Mr. Mayhem, Powerbomb Symphony time. So stick around for that. And, of course, follow us on Twitter at Mark Oak Show, Facebook, The Mark Oak Show, and go to markoakshow.com. Check out everything we've got going on there. Joe DeFalco, Andrew Fish Fane, and myself, Mark Oak. Stick around. Wardlow coming up on KDWN. Want more of The Mark Hoke Show? Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show. Like us on Facebook at The Mark Hoke Show. And visit MarkHokeShow.com to keep up with everything happening with the show. And remember to check out all of our archive shows on YouTube at The Mark Hoke Show. And download our podcasts at MarkHokeShow.Podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. So join The Mark Hoke Show family today, and thanks for listening.